We're the gals, and welcome back. Time for another fun-filled week of um, trauma. So, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely correct. Um, and what a trauma it is uh, that we'll be speaking about this week. Yeah, something not political for once, not about vaccines, just something to ponder about. But before we start, I hope you guys have been having a fantastic week. I know our week has been not as hectic, a little bit better. I think it's because the weather has been treating us uh, with not, you know, six feet of snow and freezing cold weather. But like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have some 60 degree days this week. I'm so. I'm excited about that. Trying to sit out on my balcony, but you know. Mm, She's fancy. Yes. And before we start, also, I just wanted to give a little shout out to our gal over there. Happy birthday. Okay. Let the people know. Yeah. I got more back pains now. I'm excited. You know, every year is a year closer to a knee replacement. So. <laughs> a spinal readjustment. <laughs> you need new hips? You better start looking on Facebook Marketplace. Imagine gently used. <laughs> gently used hips. <laughs> But before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to have a quick recap of the news in the past couple of weeks from around the world and close to home. Um, so first off, I'm going to start with Megan the Darlin' Markle. Oh, girl. Um, girl. Mm, that's, <laughs> that's the tea of the, the decade right now. Right. Before getting like too into it, just a quick overview. In Oprah's interview this past week with the Duchess, I'm still going to say Duchess. I said what I said. Meghan um, and Prince Harry uh, talked about their relationship with the royal family, the queen and her lassies, as you know. They were put on blast for being racist scum and for not wanting to protect Meghan or or her child due to the color of their skin, basically. Um, And also they were forced to renounce their titles. It wasn't in their best interest. They wanted the protection, not they, but Meghan wanted the protection of the prince title for her son because she knew people would come after him one because he's got black in him and the royal family don't want that um so yeah go take a look into that do you have anything to give me on that one other than i'm patiently waiting to watch the oprah interview no but i have seen all the memes black twitter was on it so I'm excited to see if the queen or anybody in her court are going to say anything pertaining to this issue since they're all bitches. But like, you know, um, I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's a development story, obviously, because they literally just did this interview um, mm-hmm. and it's going to become widely available on like streaming platforms and stuff tonight, I believe. That's right. Yeah, I think when people watched it, they watched it live. Yes, they did. Yeah. So I think more people are going to watch it tonight and then we'll, it'll keep going because now more people will know about it. And there's supposed to be a, a part two interview. Yes, there so, is. It's because yeah. one, Megan can't speak too much on it because there's a lot of legality issues in terms of that. But Harry, bro, Harry was bussing. Let me tell Harry you. Harry don't give a he, shit, okay? He does not care anymore. Mm-mm. He said, y'all mess with my woman. Here we go. Right. So it's developing for sure. And okay. And I watched like excerpts from Good Morning Britain this morning. Oh, <laughs> don't ask me why I did that. Because um, <laughs> I hate Pierce Morgan, but whatever. And it was a, a Pierce Morgan is like, oh, we got to defend the crown. You know, 
that whole thing. So, I mean, I, I don't know how British people are taking it generally, but I mean, it's, it's dramatic and it does not paint the monarchy in a very good light. So I don't see many that, I mean, I feel as if some people don't care. Some people think it's, you know, a long time coming and other people want to protect the crown. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, kind of has some similarities between, you know, Trump releasing everything that the United States has been hiding on their secret agenda and people trying to protect him or people trying to just get rid of him. He sucked, but did he tell the truth on some big names? Yes, he did. So, yeah, but another thing going on that happened, seven school children died after they fell from a fourth-story balcony in Bolivia at a public high school. So, what lots the of girls going out to their – yeah. It was sudden. It, there was videos all over. You can check YouTube. You can check TikTok. You can check. It's on um, CNN, you know, Fox News. A lot of biased news sources have oh, been covering yeah. it as well because it's a uh, a tragic death of children. Um, yeah. yeah, seven of them unfortunately passed away all too soon. So prayers go out to their families because this was something nobody saw coming um the school is also being hit with some backlash for not having any safety precautions for the balconies above the second floor such as higher railings or uh tempered um what was it like stone that could hold more weight in one center oh instead like, of i don't know what it's called but like just a reinforced balcony like probably yeah not... basically it's secure from like the videos like it looked like a well-built structure so i guess there was just too much pressure at one point hmm. so it made it collapse but unfortunate uh, news on that you can uh, look that up on other news sources also apparently we are seeing a decrease in the population since gen z and millennials do not want to have their own crotch goblins so older generations oh. are beginning to panic um and this is in the united states russia and japan as well as of right for now. sure i've been following that for a while because i think that's so interesting but japan has has I think it's own issues that is the cause of like their sort of um, underpopulation issue. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's very cultural. I think for them, we can talk about that in a whole other episode, but it's very cultural for them. I don't think it has as much to do with like millennials, whereas it's like a, a social culture over there, but for, Oh yeah, for sure. It's too expensive to have kids in the Western world. So have oh a God, dog yeah. or a cat or a pet instead. And Bro, get it. a goldfish and call it a day. Right. Nobody want to pay for these kids. Hmm. <laughs> the last couple of things I want to say is that Iceland was hit with about seven earthquakes the past weekend with what? a magnitude of five or higher. Yep. When did that happen? I literally uh, did not. Uh, March 6th, I believe. But like, I've n I haven't seen that anywhere. How, where did you get that? I, I saw it on Al Jazeera's news uh. and I've been seeing it on World BBC. I check news sources that aren't sourced in the United States. No, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to hear anything other than the government. Also, the slave trade is still going on in Libya, so if you yep. see any petitions for that, you can check on Google, and it will send you right to the petition that is going on. We're looking for 500,000 signatures in order to send the press in there. Um, we're really, really close. We're at 438,000, I believe. Okay. So if you don't mind looking that up and signing... And then last but not least, I just wanted to talk about something that I've been seeing, which is the new gender called super straight. Oh, my God. Um, don't even. Oh, I want to I want us to dedicate our next not this one, but next week's episodes to that. So I'm super straight. Yeah. So let's not even say much more about it. But OK, because I, I already have a little bit of a de de debunking thing going oh, on. For so sure. I will hold off 
until next week. Yeah, then. so check in uh, next week. It's a fun. I people are gonna hear about it. It's a phenomenon on TikTok and it's leaking over everywhere else. But mm-hmm. we'll talk about it next week. All right, and that is my recap for news this week. Of course, I've missed events. Um, you can definitely fill us in on our Twitter if you really want to, or you know, I don't know, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, but those are events I thought were. Uh, interesting, important, or cool. So there you go. Yeah. Now, now let's get into the real meat and potatoes of why we're here this today. Mm, potatoes. But yes, we're going to talk about TikTok. Woo, woo. But not, but not like the fun TikTok. The ooh, everyone look at my cat or my plants or my hobbies TikTok. Okay. We're gonna talk about yeah. commune TikTok niche. It's very niche. I hesitate, I want to say this in the beginning, I hesitate to use the word cult for this situation because technically by accept, like, generally accepted definitions, this may not, from what they're putting out and what media people are seeing, it does not qualify mm-hmm. as that. However, I feel as if we can make up our minds based on the information that we're going to talk about. <laughs> And if you don't know what our gal is talking about, I'm sure everybody has or have heard of TikTok. Um, So in the past couple of weeks, this started back in January, but in the past couple of weeks, we've been following a commune on TikTok that is located in Tennessee. And it basically has all of the early signs of becoming a cult. Um, As I said, it started back in January when an account on TikTok of a redheaded man who we all thought was kind of innocent and like just you know, giving off chill vibes and whatnot. His at is tree is alive, just so you know, if you want to look him up on TikTok. And he began making videos on like climate change, how to help the earth, what like big companies are doing to, you know, kill it. And like normal, not normal things, but things you're used to hearing about the environment. Uh, So it started off nice and simple. Don't you, don't you say? Yeah. You know, I, from their earlier TikToks, it was just, seemed to be a bunch of people like sustainably living and I didn't think that was a weird thing because there's been like a whole influx of like you know smaller living and living like off the land and homesteading it's just a thing people have been doing you know whatever right so right it progressed into videos of him doing exactly that living off the grid how to like cook and farm for yourself how to like make little buildings which is useful especially if you i don't know if you like to hike and stuff right and you want to try right and in the beginning it seemed more educational i think than anything because it'd be like this is how we boil this is how we have clean water and like that was a whole little tiktok they did about how they get clean water to shower with Mm -hmm. so you know whatever seems fine but all of a sudden we became quickly not fine at all so right so did you want to like say what he believed in like what his ideology was and yes we can yeah i have some i have some general information that i can give you about their community and then we can talk about that yes so as my gal said the main tiktok right now is tree is alive there are other tiktokers there and other people at the commune that do tiktok but they more so do their own personal thing. This this TikTok is the one dedicated to showing life in this place. That's just kind of why we're kind of focusing on that one. 
So the name of the community is the Garden. So that's their official right. name. And I'm not I'm not gonna repeat their address on our podcast. So I don't want to deal with that. But they have put their legal address and where you can like find them on in the uh, subject of most of their TikToks. So you can go find the address that they're currently at on their TikTok. But I'm not gonna we're not gonna I'm not gonna repeat that here. <laughs> so they claim to be and everything we're gonna talk about claimed alleged okay because we're just using tiktok and and what people have put up (laughs) so they claim to be egalitarian it's a community that does not believe like where they believe everyone is equal and will be treated equally so they have no leaders so they're just a bunch of people like freely living together on this free land and that's just their whole jive they have a community council where they get everyone together and make community community decisions so they blow a horn or a trombone or some shit and everyone comes to like a circle and they like make a list of the things that they want to talk about at the meeting and then literally like vote on stuff like you know like run a little freaking country and like vote on stuff and like pick up what the, how they're going to solve their problems or what they're going to do next to keep building whatever so their whole spiel is it's a violence-free drug-free so no drugs, no violence is allowed in the in the garden. However, they also don't, as far as I've seen, do not background check or reject people based on their past, whether or not that was a criminal past. Because when I was on the Reddit, I've seen a lot of Redditors um, alleging and like a lot of things saying that a lot of the people that may be on there are like, They've looked them up based on the names that they've given them during the garden live streams and stuff. Like people have said their names and some people have looked into them. And there are supposedly a couple of violent offenders that live there now. There's also a lot of young parents and young children that live, very young children that live there, like toddlers that can be seen in some TikToks and some live streams. So a lot of people, especially on TikTok, are a little bit weary because of violent offenders living there right right but i did want to interject really yeah go for it you were saying backgrounds and stuff and normally in a in a a usual commune what it is is that you set up interviews you have to do background checks on individuals and there are certain criteria that you have to meet in order to join that community right now this supposed commune um as you said does not do any of that they they reject that everyone yeah, they yep. literally said you can drive in from the road and just walk in and they give you a place to stay and like stuff. So, so very easy to just be there. A little too easy, but like, you know. Right. <laughs> and as I said, like they're technically not a cult by what we've been right, seeing. Right, no, they do not fit the definition of a cult yet. But right. all of their activities, right. emotions, especially the redheaded individual who claims, as you said, that everybody is equal, but he seems to take on no responsible roles himself, and he gives out the roles um, to the individuals that do show up. So, yeah, I mean. And I don't know, I'm, I was watching their TikToks and reading about them and stuff, and I'm like, ah, something just doesn't feel right about, like, the vibes are off, you know what I'm saying? Like, Right, you got that gut feeling. Yeah, I watch your TikToks, and I'm like, uh... I don't know what it is, but it's not. It's not right. <laughs> Cardi B would not think this is okur. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, oh, I feel as if that's a good pointer, like a good 
scale to go off of. Anyways. A cult, a cult leader to talk, just to, in general, uh, usually presents themselves as an individual who has the solution for uh, a big world problem and comes off as a person that is for equality um, and that everybody belongs somewhere. That That's all yeah. I wanted to say. That's the definition of a cult leader. Right. And we're not saying anything, you know, we're not putting, we're not saying We're not nothing. saying absolutely. I'm just giving you guys a definition. You can look it up on Google if you'd like. Yep. Um, that's just the definition of a cult leader. So I also wanted to mention that The Garden has a Facebook page. Uh, there's a, there, they don't, I don't, I don't know if they have a Reddit, but in the Reddit, in the subreddit, um, r slash cults which is where I frequent for my own viewing pleasure. <laughs> um, there's There are a couple threads about this TikTok commune. So there's a lot of conversation around there. A lot of people have been digging. Some Redditors live near there and have been willing, like saying that they're going to go check it out and, and, you know, come back. We'll see. Uh, but they have some other social medias. I know they also have a YouTube. I did not look into that because I, one, I had a hard time finding it. Second, I think it's more about, it's super like, um, this is how we built our book. I don't know. I just didn't see an interest in that. It, all the juice is on TikTok is, is what I got to say. But what I oh, did want to do is read you their mission statement. Because it. Let's hear it. It's, it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. So this is their official mission statement that you, he read in a TikTok. And it is for public viewing on their uh, Facebook page. So the purpose of, quote, the land is to be available as a space for families and people to work, prosper together in a flexible environment, engage in products that include or coincide with sustainable organic farming methods, and most importantly, helping each other. We wish to work with all like-minded people in an atmosphere of equality that encourages environmental stewardship, low impact living, and is fun, but also family friendly, and adheres to a positive ethic and acknowledges the value of our neighbors and our community as a whole. And that's their little mission statement objective thing. And again, I'm going to interject and say this is all alleged. This is just me, you know, Googling things to my own. Yeah, everything we talk about, you can find yourself. Like, we didn't hire a freaking private eye or whatever. Or you could just right. find it yourself. This is all things we just have been Googling for the past week and a half yeah. just to make sure that we have all of our research together. But, you know, cult members are, you know, they're normally not made up of community outsiders, loners, or just weirdos in general. Cult members usually all have the same like mind. They usually all have the same purpose that they believe that they have in life. They all usually believe in the same ideas and ideologies. And, you know, they want to have individuals on the commune that are all like mind individuals. So, just saying, you know, just saying. Right. So, like brands, cult members tend to adopt their own type of rules if you would make it up with one another create a council if you like to say um and all of this information you can actually get uh it's called it's a book i actually read just for this <laughs> episode it's called the culting of brands by douglas atkin and it's a very very it's a wonderful book and it compares the psychology of cults between cults 
normal individuals, and I say normal like uh, nine to five, two and a half kids type of normal, and even big brands and uh, how they compare to one another. And what builds a cult is that an individual, as I said, has a common goal, finds other individuals who see his or her common goal as their main goal and want to build towards that. And they're willing to recruit anyone who believes in them and will work with them. Spicy. Uh, Spicy. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about and pertains to the garden. Do you know about the cat incident? Yes, I do. A young lady who skinned her cat. Oh, my God. I actually started, like, on a whole separate rabbit hole for that person's TikTok. She also skinned her dog. I don't know if it's her animal. So, like, the cat shenanigans is, like, it's on the Facebook page. It's Facebook page. It's on the TikTok page. They were saying, like, so, like, since they're homesteading and living off the land, they have chickens, you know, right. as you do. And they said that there was a feral cat that would injure, like, and attack their their chickens. So they had a council meeting, and they were like, what do we do about the cat? And they're like, well, we should kill the cat. So then they captured the mm-hmm. cat and killed it because it was attacking their chickens. And they ate the cat because they don't believe in wasting anything. But then one of their the people that live on the commune skinned the cat and made a hat out of it and currently owns it. Um, she also uploaded another video about a day and a half ago where she talked about skinning a dog. Yes. And she was holding she has the a dog. Skirt. skirt. Yes. I don't so, know how true I, that is, but that is a real... I don't story. either. That's like, you know, the me who indulges in true crime um, <laughs> documentaries. I- I'm seeing some red flags. Uh around this community a little bit usually if you're good at skinning things or killing animals for uh you know not not a better cause but just a general whatever has been going on in their minds anyway um it's usually the signs of something not too good so yeah and again we're not trying to make any insinuations but well yeah but it's just an interesting thing to think about yeah for sure yeah uh, there's another t- there's a TikToker. Well, there are many TikTokers who have caught wind of this and are like making a lot of videos of like debunking them or trying to call them out on like, you know, weird happenstances and whatnot. Um, one of them that I looked at extensively is a Thomas Edison hate page. <laughs> she's great. Like she's, oh she's just a, a cool chick making like she's watched like uh, their live streams and like stuff like that. So she's really like passionate about it. So based on her TikToks, she's also very good at sleuthing. So she found like the uh, the the TikToker, the person in the commune who uh, has a cat hat. She yeah. Thomas Edison hate page sort of did some background into her because they're like, oh, it's kind of weird that you skinned the cat and kept it. I don't know. And she like found her cross referenced her and found her face her personal Facebook page and like saw some of the stuff that she was posting and she was like, ah this person gives me the heebie-jeebies because of the things that they, and opinions that they hold based on what they put out on their Facebook page during the time that they've been at the commune. So, you know, the cat skinner lady uh, (laughs) is an anti-masker, which, I mean, not surprising. Not surprising. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, also does not believe in racism. And she says the only reason that we have racism is because people choose to identify with race. So she sounds like the vegan teacher that was on YouTube and posted the video about 
the N-I-G-G-E-R and what each letter stands for. Yeah, and that you should I know that was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Bad thing. I hope she breaks her ankles. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> and I hope when she breaks her ankles on the way down to hell that a cheeseburger lands in her mouth. <laughs> that is all. All right. Okay. I can vibe with that. All right, the cheeseburger. Yeah. Good. But another reason I brought up Thomas Edison hate page, like that TikToker, is because she was watching one of their live streams because they live stream from multiple accounts. So, like, different people in the commune do stuff and, like, you know, talk about life there. So, there's a lot of people to keep track of. Um, And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's branching out to be a very big thing. And as more and more TikTokers, like, go there, it's, it's getting fragged. It's getting, a lot of buzz but there are rumors and this is all alleged there are rumors mm. that vice has contacted the commune and is going to do a documentary on them that would be great i would like to know the inner workings of the t- the commune without actually going to the right. commune. <laughs> but what some people are saying is like is this whole commune just a stunt to get like notice like did they do all this stuff because they wanted to, or is part of the motivation to like be big and to be viral? Oh, do they want the publicity, the free publicity, basically, to gain more followers? That's what some people stuff? might be saying. It's like how how better, you know, how else to get out to the mainstream world than a freaking public documentary? Like that does make sense. Yeah. But speaking of TikTok being like a news source, basically. Wanted to talk about news sources. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's what we've got on this whole commune shenanigans. I suggest. I, I mean, I'm gonna keep following them because I want to see what happens. Oh my god, so am I. I'm excited to see exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> but they they seem to be pretty young in their like commune. Day. Like they're still building buildings. Like they s- seem to be pretty young. So uh, let's see where they go from here. Heck yes. But as you were saying, TikTok as a news source. Yeah, we've been talking about TikTok all this while. And you're probably wondering why the heck are they keep referencing TikTok like it's not a valid news source. (laughs) On the contrary to that, there are actually valid news sources that use TikTok as their own sources. And an example of that is going to be the young lady who unfortunately... um, posted a uh, video not too long ago on her TikTok of a bloody knife and some bloody snow and a bloody bear. Her name is Claire Miller. Um, And she's accused of killing her older sister who had cerebral palsy. What the fuck? She was arrested. Yep. And it was because of the TikTok video that she posted that she was suspected. Oh, that's hilarious. Wow. Not hilarious. Wow. What a slip. But that is (laughs) wild. The reason, you know, when you're just disassociating. Anyways. But right. can you imagine being in court and literally the lawyer is like, reference this TikTok. And they got like Cardi B up and like up is the audio, um, but it's just the bloody knife. What a trip. Yeah. So and then that was taken on other news sources. That's crazy. And you find it on Fox. So it just comes as a question. Should TikTok be viewed as a news source now, a reliable one, since it comes from first-hand accounts. True, it is technically it. like a primary source. If any, if I learned anything yeah. in second, in seventh grade social studies. <laughs> <laughs> 
But of course, you come to the videos that are, is this really fake or is this really real? Was this photoshopped? Was this edited type of things? Um, and of course, all of that can be debunked pretty quickly because with modern technology, you can get to right down to the nitty gritty in a matter of minutes. But because of the videos being, especially the side of TikTok that I'm on now with all of this research that I've been doing for the past week and a half, my TikTok has gotten pretty out of hand. Um, and it's just me going on really, really weird videos, following it up, Googling certain phrases that were said in the videos, and then finding out that those individuals that were in the videos were either arrested, were killed, things like that. And another video, unfortunately, that has surfaced on TikTok is a video of a young black boy uh, being forced to drink the urine of his teammates while he's crying and uh, they bully him and they also mutilate him. I believe he's 11. So um, you might want to look that up too. All right, yeah. That's... On it and <sighs> the mother spoke out about it. Uh, it is true, all of it. Uh, they have taken down the video as of right now on TikTok, but you can still find it in other news sources. You can go on Twitter. You can see it there. Unfortunately, it is also on Facebook. I don't know if they've removed it yet, but you can also see it on YouTube. Um, That's crazy. I don't know if the main news sources have covered it yet. Of course, it's something with the, I believe it's five white children that did it to this young man. Um, were the, were the people that, that, sorry to interrupt, but were the people that did it yeah. to him, you said the boy was 11. I believe so, 11 or 12. How old were the people that did it to him? Were they also 11? They were all the same age. Yep. Oh, so other 12-year-olds did this? Basically, yes. Okay, got it. Got it. Just wanted and to the mom is trying to get notice on this because no major news sources are covering it. But However, TikTok is. And if, TikTok. and if it gets viral enough, millions of people will see it. Right. Arguably, so, is TikTok an easier place to get certain crimes and things noticed i don't know you know if you're viral enough millions of people will see it people will start reacting to it and following up on it and as i said no major news sources have covered it i guess except for nbc news and nbc i guess is the biggest one but they're saying they're not saying according to the video, these boys forced this man, this young boy to drink the urine. They also shot him with a BB gun. You should have seen, oh my God, it was a mess. However, they're saying allegedly, claimed, supposedly. But you have it's the like first hand video of it. Words. We have a video from the boy's phone of them recording them making this young man Do drink this. urine. Literally playing with his genitalia. Uh beating him up it's ridiculous got it yeah so and that's i think I this, know, is, that's this is gonna have to be an ongoing like conversation as to the validity of tiktok because you know a while ago we didn't think uh twitter was going to be anything important however in tons of articles today you see reference to tiktok uh to twitter like tweets that people post and they're using that like articles from the New York Times and from like other you know acclaimed like journalism sources they're using personal fucking tweets to be like here look at this so it's only a matter of time that we also move to TikTok because if that's where society's if that's where society's moved on to and that they're putting 
firsthand experiences of, like that's a good place to get primary sources for, for things that you want to talk about. Heck yeah. I mean, it's I only a matter of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it makes sense now, but that's just something to think about in the upcoming weeks, months, whatever, years, however long TikTok goes on for. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that, that's this week's episodes, guys. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And um, we're always here. Don't forget to hit us up on our Twitter or send us an email. And where can they hit us up, gal? You can tweet us at IGMP Podcast. Uh, follow us there at our Twitter. Um, I don't know what you're talking about sending us emails. Uh, they can't. Oh, they can't. Oh, I don't know why I keep saying emails. I mean tweeting. And I don't know why I keep referencing emails. Are you a I boomer? Okay. <laughs> I think it's all the emails I've been going through. Okay. My bad, guys. Yeah, tweet us. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, feel free to reach out to us there. Uh, you already know what we're going to talk about next week. But, you know, we try to keep up with that, you know, the ish going on in the world. But let us know if you have any topics you want to talk about or feedback or what have you. Yes, and I promise we will get back on the political spectrum of things. We just wanted to try to steer away from it for a little bit because that seems to be all the world is talking about. Yeah, um, I also think it's 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 good to have a good mix of social and political because everything is happening at the same time doesn't mean one is more important than the other. Right. We want you to be well-rounded individuals. Yes. We want to see our babies sure. grow up to be smart people. Smart beans. We're all super smart. But... On that note, thanks, guys, for tuning in again. And uh, (laughs) we're the gals, and we'll see you later, pals. Bye.